Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Sidekick, sidekick Josh is next to me. Sweaty and slightly bedraggled in the nicest possible way fresh from Barry's boot camp fresh from Barry's boot camp down the road which I just said was more enjoyable than watching last night's game well yeah are you getting um, like beach ready for some, some trip or something Is that honeymoon you? honeymoon, no, honeymoon. you got married massively. ages ago four Why? months is this the thing the kids do now they have a hun- like a delayed honeymoon I don't know about the kids Am I you're the kids <laughs> 32 does that you make are- me part totally. of the kids yeah what age group do you feel the kids? Because now I'm watching like Saka and Willow Josh, Company. You, I, I could kids. be your Are father. I could be your father. And in many ways, I am your father. So, um, yeah, then that sense. My other kids. father's birthday, we should mention today. 70 ah, today. Happy birthday, Mr. Landy. Well, no, Arsene Wenger. Oh. Talking about my other father, the real <laughs> father. No, no, I've only got one. Uh, alt- I've got one real father for obvious reasons, uh, but um, it's not Mr. Landy Senior's birthday. Is Arsene Wenger right. 70? Oh. For your generation, Arsene Wenger is the daddy, isn't he? Yeah. Whereas for me, it's like George Graham's the daddy, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it. And we, we've got before we witcher on for the rest of this fucking podcast, <laughs> we've got a, we have got a proper guest. Andrew Dickens is here. Proper um, journalist, writer. Anything else you want to describe yourself? As? I mean, I'll do anything really. Arsenal for fan. Money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am an Arsenal fan, which <laughs> does help. Yeah. Vo- yeah. And I'm saying voice of reason. Well, Andrew, I know, we'll, and, we'll and, 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 and you'll see how oh, unreasonable that voice of reason oh, is at the moment. Here we go. Um, but before we, the, the big news, really, I think, of the, of the week, in, in the Arsenal sense, is, was broken yesterday exclusively by Darren Arsenal, one of the legendary um, veteran Arsenal fans. Big name on Twitter. Big name on Twitter. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of followers. Have some off-field news, he tweeted, uh, last six hours ago, in fact. I understand... The Arsenal are in talks with its food concessions partner, Delaware North, about buying them out of the remainder of their 20-year deal that has some, that has some years to run. I, mean, I read that really badly, but you get the gist. Basically, mm-hmm. Delaware North, the I'm calling them doofuses who run our <laughs> catering. Um, I mean, I don't... I, do I blame them? Yes, I do blame them. I mean, it's a shambles. Even on club level where I go, you know, getting food and drink from them... Of any of any proper value, easily and quickly, it just does not work. The whole th- thing does not work. Which, considering the amount of money I we play, is ludicrous. So this is exciting news. If, if Arsenal taking taking, you the... used to accuse me of diversion tactics on this podcast uh, of getting away from the core issue. But I am glad to to hear this you is the pick core up issue. on the <laughs> issue. But well, you, you, Darren from? did two further tweets, by mm. the way, on this. He says yeah. he was told the process is under review internally. They would bring in they would bring it in house by doing separate deals with partners within the stadium. He said, obviously, this is under discussion, but at least they have recognised there needs to be improvements within Stadia. Yeah. And I think... Stadia is plural. 
Well, well, how many have we got? Yeah. Well, maybe talking about all of Delaware North. Oh, I don't right. know. But I believe we only have the one How many stadium. other clubs do they, like, Maybe they do, they do these the training... They do Wembley. Maybe they do oh, the training ground. Oh, God. There you go. Yes, that's <laughs> it all, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you, you really should be able to go and buy a drink yeah. at yeah. half-time without having to sacrifice yeah. 10 or 15 minutes of a match. Exactly. It's not that hard, is and, it? And the food is, is, is shit as well. That's the other, yeah. the other thing, you know. In... in in our bit, in club level anyway, which is supposed to be some kind of like, you know, swanky, posh. You do have more variety up on club level. Yeah, variety, but to be honest, you know, the, the, as I've said many times before, the veggie burger is barely, it's just too, it's, it's barely edible. I had fish and chips last week, which wasn't too bad, but it was kind of, I don't know, it was just kind of medium. What are you going to have Sunday? I don't know. Are you going I think we're going for lavish oh, pretty lovely. much. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 buffet, the buffet used to be really good up there. I've done it a couple of times. There used to be a yeah, really in the restaurant. No, that's in the, that's, that's, the, in the that's in the restaurants or in the um, in the boxes. So if you go to have a box, you get a lavish buffet. No, this was this is this was on club level. I remember yeah. missing. But you have to pay extra in the restaurant though. For, for sure. That. Yeah, there's the restaurant bits, and then there's. Yeah. The yeah, like a, there was like a massive, massive buffet. Oh, okay, and that's very expensive. A, a carvery, that, perhaps actually rather than a buffet. Oh, a carvery, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's this kind of carvery element, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not great. There's this other weird thing. I will shop about the whole Delaware North issue, but to one of the, th- I do want to make is, isn't that they pay the minimum wage I thing, or even don't even, pay, I don't think they even pay the um, something about the London living, the wage. London living wage. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't. If if I'm wrong about this, apologies, but then you, you can sue me. But last time I read, they didn't. And that is a big issue. If Arsenal are going to take it on, they have to pay that for a start. Because they're excused to not that any employees at the stadium weren't being paid. It was because, oh, we farm it out to Delaware North. So other companies, mm. well, if you take it on board, then you have to pay properly. And B, they've got this weird system, right? Where you have to, to get some food. You can either march up to, where the, to the actual counter where they're doling out the fish and chips and the inedible veggie burger and put, just pay for it. Or you can buy a little, like, token and slip and pay for it at another counter which is five feet away from the same bit where you get the food anyway and people jump the queue from that one so there's this really weird confusing everything is fucking confusing and bewildering basically. what they should do is because Ozil isn't doing a great amount with <laughs> the wage we're paying him is get him up to club level <laughs> yeah and serve people yeah, because fans will be glad yeah Anyone who's not in the matchday squad should have to go and serve you fish and chips up <laughs> right. in club level I'd love it you like Ozil Mustafi yeah. Messi could bring along his mates like Erdogan, the the fascist, quasi-fascist um, dictator. Is he an Arsenal Probably anti-Semite. He went to his wedding. Mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I would hope. I, was say, I would hope that Erzul would serve it a little bit faster than he walked off in the Europa <laughs> final, <laughs> and with more of a smile on his face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on. This Ozil situation, we might as well. Let, uh, yeah. Do why what, the, the Erdogan the bit? The quotes are weird. The, you, did you read the whole Athletic? Like David Ornstein, we should say, one of the, one the, of the leading Arsenal uh, journalists has gone over to the Athletic. Yeah, I certainly so bloody did, yeah. You, you, you've, have you a member of the Athletic? Have you signed up? I have signed up for it, yeah. yeah. As have I. Have, yeah. So that was a really interesting read. And obviously he had chosen to do this interview with yeah. David Ornstein and got his side of a story out and came across as well as he could, I think, in the situation. Mm. And then Emery's quotes in the press conference were quite positive about saying right. the improvement in training. Yeah. And it was all building up to his involvement, as I saw it, in some way, probably on the bench, on Monday night, last night. I mean, I was no, not against Sheffield United away. I mean, come on. What have you learnt? Nothing. I mean, first of all, two th- three things. One is... I have issues with what you were saying in that interview. Which, just quickly, I am obsessed with this. No, Erdogan. go for it. I'm obsessed with the Erdogan thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, Ornstein, quite, Ornstein's brilliant, I love him. And he asked him about the controversy of having his picture taken with Erdogan, which was the first thing he did when he, in the, in the, before the World Cup in Germany. And that, that was, you know, 
understandable at least. Mm-hmm. You know, the president, your your president wants to have a picture taken with you. Well, right. yeah, the president of your the yeah from where you're where you're from came. of your yeah, country, yeah, yeah. Your, your, yeah of, of you know your of your of your ethnic heritage. origin, your mm-hmm. heritage. Fine, but that was controversial in Germany, and he got stick for it, and you could say it was racist or whatever. And I and I'm fine with that. And he talked about oh, you know, I was being respectful. He invited him to his fucking wedding. That is different. It's and, very respectful. And Ornstein did not bring that up and I, so the one t- I, mean, I just said why didn't he bring that up because that's the key for me it's like I can understand you know any sports people get invited to number 10 they have their picture taken with whoever that's fine but to invite him to your wedding an absolute fascist and by, what's really interesting is A that, that he wasn't asked about that element I wonder whether he was asked not to ask that because that's the crux of it and B all his hipster fans all, all the Ozil fanboys who love him so much who oh, 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 half of whom are kind of lefty trendy types are just ignoring this fact completely these best mates with Erdogan. If it was anyone, if it was Xhaka, can you imagine? Oh, They'd be like coming yeah. down in a tunnel of bricks. Because it's Ozil, their god, the greatest footballer known to man, apparently. Not really. They, they just, he just gets away with it. So that's one element issue I have. Well, I would say, though, would you if you're having a not... wedding, yeah. Right, yeah. and you've got the chance to have a president of a country, like any country, like Vanuatu <laughs> or, something, or, or whatever, like you'd think, oh, that's quite good. Donald Trump? I mean, you got married... You, you're telling me, Andrew Dickens, you'd have Donald Trump at your fucking wedding? Oh, no, you be, would not. I mean, it would be, really? it'd be tempting, though, wouldn't it? Just for the publicity. Yeah, oh, publicity. That's the last thing you would need to pay a photographer. There'd be just loads of paps you could just use. All mm. the, uh, there'd be some advantages. Well, I think yeah. it would take attention away from the bride. I'm not sure that yeah. most brides... Yeah, there were no presidents. Well, I, I think she might... The, Bride might get a lot of attention if Donald yeah. Trump's Were you tempted to have Bibi Netanyahu at your wedding, which was in Israel, wasn't it? <laughs> the wedding was in Israel. Um, so you didn't, did Netanyahu you? Netanyahu was no. not invited. I, I don't, don't know think... Nes- the biggest problem here is I don't know Netanyahu. Well, I can tell Those you. I don't know him either, but he's also you, a fucking you, twat. So would you not want any player who socialises with... I mean, what, why does their politics have to play a role in them like, representing you our football club? Be, does it? I'm just asking. They can have whatever politics they like, but I think to... To very publicly have such... I mean, he is an anti-Semite, pretty much. I mean, that's, that's my I'm not, major I'm issue. Clearly, I'm, I'm not yeah. a fan here. I mean, I'm yeah. just, no, 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 I'm not I, saying I you are. Not one well, of yeah, I'm sorry, I kind of, of have an issue with a, one of my players having an anti-Semite to his wedding. Yeah, I do. I really do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... But I'm sli- even more annoyed at his, his fans just ignoring that fact and, yeah. and who you'd think might question it a bit more. And I think it's down to the fact they worship him as well. And that's fine. You know, we all have our heroes. He's their hero. But to your other point about, you know, the spiel about from the, from the uh, press conference that Emery gave. I don't... I, I think he talks absolute bollocks in press conferences. Emery. After, Emery, absolutely. It's not just press conferences. I mean, it's post-matches. It con- it's, and everything he, he says... He just talks nonsense. Yeah, he talks mm. nonsense. He so, gets asked questions about the match. He yeah. starts talking about, yeah. you know, things that are not relevant. Of course. Do you think that's the language thing, though? Do you think that's the... No. He, I mean, he's, I, try, he's trying to... I don't think he's, he's trying to front mind. it. Because everyone... When he came in, he did that first press conference. Yeah. When he when yep. he joined, everyone went, oh, well done. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. You know, he, he's had a stab at it. And that... It's, it's clearly not... It's still, clearly a bit of a struggle for him still. I, I said this last time. I think, it, I think... I think... I don't think it's the language anymore. I think it's... He's got a really weird way of speaking. And I think it's probably even in his own... Even if he's speaking his native language. I still... He has this weird staccato thing of way so, and, and who can tell I'm, I don't know I, 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 I'd like to see a proper full length like you know half hour interview with him with the translator mm-hmm. to see what he's really talking about and asked questions where he can't just kind of say something incoherent and barely intelligible and not really get a comeback from the interview it's hard it must, I think he must be the hardest manager to interview in the league for, for the post-match pre-match people because it's just incoherent but what I'm saying but particularly incoherent 
particularly don't don't believe anything he says. I mean, the whole thing about Ozil, he's not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, I think he's shit. I'm never playing him ever again. No, hang on. He has given quotes in the past where he said, you know, Bournemouth away last year, too physical a game. He's, he said yeah. he hasn't been training, you know, to a level he wanted. But the comments at the end of last week seemed, seemed fairly positive but, about an improvement in that but relationship. But I can't even imagine that Mozart wanted to play away at Sheffield United, you know, oh, on, on, on a cold boys. Monday night. If he doesn't... Look, nah. here's the test. No, no, no. Here's the test. If he doesn't play him at home against, who is it, Vittoria, on Thursday in the Europa, then, or, or if he's not in that squad, then you know it's over, isn't it? I mean, it's just over. No, again, no matter what Henry says, because, you know, that is the kind of easy on paper, home game, mm-hmm. you know, Europe, nice European tie, that's when you'd, you'd have him in the squad or whatever. What's your feeling, Andrew? Well, I, I just think, yeah, it, the other thing is that if he, if he came in to that squad last night, who would he replace? Because if he replaces Ceballos, who was like a hero after one game, I think a tad prematurely, yeah. um, as you know, promising yeah. as he is, then there would have been an uproar. If he'd replaced Willock, there would have been... An uproar about that because you're you're kicking out a, mm. a twenty year old youth product and 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 he's not going to replace like Martin Lee's a different kind of player Torreira's a different kind of player you know it's, it's if you're going to bring him in he has to someone else someone else has to go out of it I agree with you yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree with you I think I think I well, you don't I think wouldn't have placed him on the bench last night I've said this I'm before just saying, who would he replace yeah we've been, I've been through this a million times it's such a weird situation with Ozil because I know how good he is but the way we play. You know, and people talk about there's no there's no you know style of play or anything, but kind of playing in a four three three or even our version of four or three two one, we don't really play with a number ten. I mean, who does? Who fucking plays with a number ten? Liverpool don't, do they? I mean, the, you know, the league champions, City kind of do maybe a bit, but it's kind of really fluid and everyone's fluid, aren't they? I don't. It's it's just it's like an anachronism, Ozil. And I don't. So even though on paper you go, yeah, you know, he should be there, maybe ahead of Willock. I mean, Willock didn't have a great game, did he? No. Um, and I, and I, I think it's great. I think the best thing that Emery's done, I mean, it's not difficult, you might say, even though I don't, well, I don't want to get rid of it, but is to, is to blood the youngsters. Is to, you know, people playing Saka and Willock. And this, it's great, really, in theory. And we have to give him credit for that because he doesn't have to pick these two people. He's picking, you know, Willock instead and Saka. Saka ended up playing the number 10 role, didn't he, a bit? Um, ridiculously. But but to say Ursula should obviously be in with all his creativity, it's like, actually, I don't know how you incorporate him. And I think... Maybe, you know, presuming he'll be in the squad on Thursday, maybe he will play. In, in, but he doesn't seem to like playing in any other role apart from the, the actual proper number 10 thing that is his big thing. The That's, other thing is that, that, that uh, there is that thing that if a player doesn't play every week, they don't play, they get better. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I mean, with the best of a massive thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I went to the Watford game, actually, and, 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 and I know he had a hand in, in a couple of chances and a goal and that, but he wasn't good. You know, and he, he, and he still. And they, Hang on, Arsenal haven't been very good this season. No, no, but he hasn't been either. You know, there's this slight myth, isn't there? Is yeah, he didn't. He didn't come in to that game and, and suddenly transform. No. He wasn't breaking down this feeble Watford defence. Why is he the only one getting like you know one? Is, is that the? Only, I think that's the only league game he started this year. I think the Watford yeah, away right. one. Well, where you now you're seeing Willock getting starts. Saying Saka yeah. getting starts. I agree with that. He's I, not really being given say, much of an opportunity. It's borderline vindictive what's going on. I don't think. I, I think the difference is is that he is the highest paid player at the club. Yeah, it's not his fault. No, no, no I'm not saying that. I'm not, let me finish. My, my point isn't that it's his fault or anything. Oh, okay. But I think I think effectively they do want to get rid of him. I think they'd love yeah. to get rid of that wage. How do you do it? Do you keep play? Do you play him? You know? Do you inc- try to incorporate him? Even though it's it's harder to incorporate him, I think, than any other player. That's my feeling. 
And, but I agree with you. The one point I do, would agree about is why the fuck... You know, he's persisting with Xhaka week in, week out, obviously. I mean, I know he's mentioned everything, but it is, like, grindingly, grinding me down how we persist with him. So I'd rather he gave Ozil a go than fucking persist with Xhaka week in, week out. And he has a weird, like... He has a weird fondness. Some players, it just seems to be, once they're in, they're in. Like, see, with Kolasinac right now, like, what would it take, you know, for Tini to, to, to get, oust him from the That's Premier League team? One. No other team. So he seems to needs... have absolute. I'm going to stick, mm-hmm. be faithful with him. Week in, week in, week in, week in. Zaka, Kolasinac. But this, you know, whatever. And it's like, but, but, but Kolasinac, also you're not giving any chance to. So I, I, yeah. I, I agree to that his lack of logic is frustrating. Kolasinac presumably is still this bedding tyranny into full fitness. It has to be. And it, no other rational explanation. Mm-hmm. Tyranny has been brought in for big money. Monreal has been allowed to leave. It's clearly we've got the two options. And Tyranny has played fantastically well in the couple of games that he has been given, coming back to full fitness. It seems to be like no logical explanation now for persisting with someone who has been solid in that position for Arsenal but never overly excelled. It's bewildering. But in, for me, in his mind, I think his, he's very, like, it's that cautiousness that, I think probably transmits, and we should talk about that in a minute, but it seems to spread. It's like, if you're in, it takes a lot to oust someone, and that seems to be the case. I, I, I can only hope, and I mean, I am worried, though, because if you presume he's going to play Tierney in the, in the Europa yeah. on Thursday, and that, I mean, he could conceivably also play him on Sunday, because he has done that before. He Didn't he play Zucker, I think, he took from the Europa and yeah. then played him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, but that if he does that, then fine. But if, he, if he's now, if, if we're going to end up in this situation for the next month where Tierney is like in the cup team and not, and I'm, like, I'm going to be furious because that's really annoying. I don't, I don't think that will happen. I think there is this uh, part of it is, is with a defensive unit, it is more of a unit. And so I think well, it's probably, it? well, no, but, you know, it, we've not conceded that many goals over the last few games. And, and so mm. I think there isn't maybe an element of thinking, right, okay, that we've got a trying to have something of a settled back four. And then, you know, Chambers has come in for Maitland-Niles. And then mm. Tierney will then probably come in. And then Bellerin will probably come in. And Holding will probably come in. But I don't know if you can make a wholesale change to a back four and it be, you know, a particularly he, happy are experience. Are you looking forward to Thursday night? Are you going? Yeah, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking to forward it. to it because it's the only games that have been any fun this we're year. Great yeah, midweek. Apart from the half against Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. But that's the frustrating thing, yeah. I, presumably, he will play. One imagines he will play... You know, probably most of holding Tierney, Bell- Hector, um, Torreira, you know, and, and those players should all be playing in the fucking first, in, in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He keeps getting this team wrong, in what, my opinion. What, Torreira? I, I think Torreira's been quite bad when he's played this season. Well, but yeah. I think he's, but I think there's definitely something that won't go, going mm. on there, isn't there? Because he was great. He, he, was, he, he was one of his re- absolute reliant, reliable picks, wasn't he, last season? I, they, he didn't pick him to start with, did he? Because he was coming back from the World Cup. Yeah, and maybe he's, he's coming back from the, was it Copa America? Was yeah. It, in this summer. Maybe, maybe there's knackered. a fitness thing in there as maybe well. Maybe there's a fitness thing. All right, maybe. Mm. But I still think it's a better, it could be a bit better than Xhaka, isn't he? I mean, even, even, even a kind of tired, slightly um, injured, maybe even, Torreira. I mean, he, wasn't, he, he played against Man U. Did he play from the start? Or, I think he did, didn't he, against Man U? But in a slightly weird, in a, it, it, creative role. Right, yeah. he's, playing him in the, he's, play, he's not playing him in the defensive midfield. It must be his best position. Again, that's odd. I'd he, rather he, have... He's continuing with both of them, Guendouzi... And Jack, yeah. so well, it doesn't leave a lot of room there. You got one, and it was surprising to see, you know, away at Sheffield United to go with not to go with Sabios to to feel like there was a creative midfielder with a little bit of experience there. And sort of well, Will, but, Willock, Willock was largely anonymous, but, be, be, but, but Willock is supposed to be a creative midfielder. Yeah, he was player. largely anonymous. He was anonymous. I agree. Sabios, 
But he, at least give, to give him some credit, I agree with. I, I was surprised he didn't pick Sabias from the start. But I think Sabias had played two, didn't he? Play two games for Spain. I think in, in the in the. I'm pretty sure. So I mean, presumably that must be a reason because he's been picking Sabias. It's a good with, indicator that maybe pick, he should be playing in our team. Of course, but but what I mean is. It's not like he hasn't been picking him week in, week out. He has been picking him week in, week out. And then suddenly he doesn't in this Trafford, game. I think Sebastian was left on the bench, wasn't he? Was he? Well, he was anyway. the one that came on. At least he came... I know, I agree. I mean, I was surprised, surprised by that selection. The two issues for me in the team you section can... were him. I was amazed that he didn't... But, you know, you I kind a... of, in theory, I like the fact that he was playing Willock. But actually, Willock wasn't very good in that game. He was a bit lost, wasn't he? But um, I like the fact that he's sticking with Pepe. Pepe had his best game, I thought, for us. Yeah. First half, he was great. Yeah, yeah. People will remember the miss... Yeah, and it was it was a bad miss, but he started that move and he created quite a lot. I think I think he I think he was definitely there seemed to be a bit more confidence about him, which yeah. and and I think this is the and I think this comes down to Emery. I think this is the biggest problem with the team at the moment. I think we have a, one of the best squads we've had in a long time, mm. and it's a young squad and it's exciting, but there's just no confidence. There's no confidence to that when we were what, how much percentage. Possessions did we have against Sheffield United last night? Like, it, it, I well, don't know about over the whole game, but in the second half, it must have been like 70%. 70, well, they, they were yeah. showing the 10-minute period yeah. where it was 75. Yeah. 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 But nobody yeah. was taking a chance. Nobody yeah. was trying yeah, was a, an elaborate pass. Nobody was having a little pop from the edge of the yeah. area. It was all very... Yeah. It, it was a bit like bad Wenger. Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit... Yeah, oh, I, agree, yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't want to take a chance. I don't want to take a chance. Worse yeah. than parts of Wenger. I mean... This away form under no, 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 Emery. Andy's right, though. It, it, it's, it's, it's exactly what it is. That's what done, the... We've done this podcast 20 times in the last five <laughs> but years. But it is like, it was like bad Wenger. It's not like, it's nothing new. It was like, we rever- I agree with you. It's a psychological thing, isn't it? Apart it's from like... he's got a better team now. Yeah, but when you're still playing fucking Xhaka and, um, you know, and that defence, uh, it's not, it's not, it, you're still, it's those three or four players that you've got that are still from that old era that still have, I think, the mental frailty and the kind of fear, as you say. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's really weird that, you can't, that they can't yeah. get beyond. And I think it's all about our reputation. It's all, it seems to be playing away. It seems to be... And I don't know whether... I can't work out... I mean, it seems... Everyone's blaming the, the coach, obviously. Yeah. But, and yet... I, I tweeted this slightly jokingly, but also slightly seriously. We did have that brilliant move for the Zaka... Zaka for the... Sorry. I saw the that. Pepe chance. I saw that tweet, yes. yes. I was being provocative, and yet I, I also I genuinely don't understand how we had that brilliant sweeping move, which is everything you want, everything you, you'd like us to do. And if imagine if it, just imagine if he'd fucking scored, it would have been brilliant for yeah. Pepe. It would have been amazing for the team. He should have scored. It was there on a plate. It's a shame we're having to imagine yeah. our seventy-two million pound player scoring. I know. All right, but, 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 you can be, be snarky inside. But what I'm saying no, is, just I'm being actually, we created so little, Boyd. But he was great. He had a really good first he was, half. He deserved that goal. He didn't score. All right, fine. Well, but, fine. but I think that's part of the seven problem. out of ten. No, but like, I'm, I think it's part of the problem because I think that that was a breakaway goal. Okay, yeah, and I think that's how we're setting up. You know, the the whole sort of passing from the back thing. You know, one of the reasons we've got Louise in, I think, was so he can ping these long balls. You know, yeah. The first thing he did off the kickoff yesterday was ping a long ball towards Sacco. It was yeah. crap, and it went out. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, the intention was there. Yeah, um, but you know, that was a, a breakaway goal against Sheffield United, and then that's fine against maybe teams that have more possession. Mm. And it's fine if you have a lead and teams are coming at you. But as soon as Sheffield United scored, that was it. We were had all that ball and, and, yeah. and, and nobody knew what Definitely. to do with it. Yeah. You know, Lacazette, I think, made a, a difference. I mean, he's one player that's got a bit of... 
yeah. guile. Yeah. But for the most part, it was but just... But they're capable of it, aren't they? It's not like... A, it's not, you know, mm. they, I agree with you. I think it's one of our strongest squads for years. But these players, those attacking players... I always keep saying this week, he picks attacking players. You know, Pepe, Saka, Aubameyang, he brought on Lacazette, he brought on Martinelli. I mean, I wouldn't have taken Pepe off. I thought that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. That was weird. But surely he has the right... Is he telling them to be that... To be that cautious and slow and predictable, he can't be, can he? He must. I I'm genuinely bewildered as to what he's setting them out to do. I can't believe everyone's going. Oh, he's so cautious. He has, but he can't be telling them to play like that, can he? I mean, surely he must be giving. You know, in training, they must be working on slick passing moves and pace and. Fo- and yet they look they're like paralysed and frozen and slow and terrible when they actually play, as you said, in that second half when we get the possession. It was awful and like. But Wenger is worst. But it's a mystery to me. I think just to blame, you know, I'm not doing this just because I've, you know, just because I'm trying to be fair to him. But I'm genuinely, I don't understand how, I, I can't believe he's, he's sending them out going, you've got to pass back constantly. You've no. got to play around. If anyone comes anywhere near you, like, it's like they're scared. As soon as any Sheffield United player came in, press them at all, they would be passing back among the defence and it was, you know, and there's no get out. And it was, but, it but was, it can only come terrible. down to the coaching, that, that sort of thing. That, you can't have a, a, a massive, like, drain of confidence throughout an entire squad without there being something, you know, some influence coming from the boss. But, for, but to go, I know, I know it's slightly unfair to go back to the Wenger period. But in that in that late Wenger period, where we were doing tippy tappy, ineffectual, terrible, boring football like that, I, even, I would say that about him as well. Was he sending? Was he trying to get them to play like I that? Think, I think he... there was a drain, I think there was a lack of confidence towards the end. But I think his theory of passing the uh, yeah, the whole passing the ball into the net thing, I, I, I never thought that was that much of a criticism because <laughs> I thought it was. It, you're more likely to score from a five yard tap in than you are from a thirty mm. yard. Pile yeah. driver, yeah. you know that's, and so I thought there is, you know, law of averages. Th- there was some logic to it, yeah. But towards the end, there was definitely an, a lack of confidence in there as well. You know, you just want uh, Aaron Ramsey was probably the only one because he had this weird, yeah. instilled confidence who yeah. who was sort of buck that trend. Yeah. Um, I yeah. just, I do think it comes down to th- those types of players, and I, and I, and I still, and I'm clinging to the idea that once he brings in, you know, the, the you know, once he brings in Bella and Tierney, I just, I think it you really be... think it's going to get better. Well, think, of, yeah, I do because it, if I he, don't no, believe only if he with picks this man. Them. I mean, I, 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 only if he picks them because it, it, honestly, look at Liverpool. I know it's ridiculous to mess Liverpool, but actually, when you think about it, and this was proven at, at, at the weekend when they had a te- that terrible game they had at Man United. You know, that, by the way. Similarly bad as, as we were slagged off massively for our one or draw May United. Liverpool got the same. Liverpool also only had four shots against Sheffield United mm-hmm. in their game there. So we're not, you know, let's just put these in perspective. Didn't let but me in. What I was going to say was, they nearly did. What I was going to say was, Liverpool's brilliant fullbacks are so key to them, you know, that, I mean, and they can't, it, the whole thing works around that, the whole 4 3 3 system they've got. And I think if we bring in, you know, Tierney Bellerin, it could. I'm not saying we're going to be as good as them, but I'm saying we, it, it's going to make a huge difference. It should make a huge difference. But the other thing that makes a huge difference is if he fucking drops Shaka. But Tierney must be match fit now. I mean, yeah, it's I, not I like think he's it's, been back a week. We're talking four weeks now of um, probably five, six I don't think of he's full even, training. I don't think he's denied this. I think he said he is match fit. It's just his, his, mm. he's decided he said, to he play. He said he was ready to play. Yeah, he's ready to play. Anyway, we'll talk more about the enigma that is Arsenal after this break. Think you know everything about Frank Sinatra? Then think again. Award-winning Richard Shelton brings Frank Sinatra's story and his iconic songs to life in a new show at Wilton's Music Hall in London, October the 22nd, 
through to November the 2nd. Go to wiltons.org.uk and grab your tickets now. Shut down in May. And we're back from the break. Go on. Josh. Were you surprised last night? Was that surprised? No. No. That's the other thing. So, you know, I saw lots of people tweet, you know, people. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I get more angry about Arsenal fans on social media than I do actually about how shit our team is right now. And it's, it's a difficult, you know, both are equally annoying. Mm-hmm. But I saw someone tweeting, you know, we've got this run of fixtures kind of saying, oh, you know, easy wins. I'm like, come on. It's not like that. It's just not like that. Look at Sheffield United, have the best defence. They have an absolute system that is working for them. You know, they're then fewest goals. As I said just now, Liverpool should have had very lucky, lucky to win that game. That's what um, uh, Carragher said that last night on Sky. He was like, you know, they should, they should really have lost that game. And it's exactly the kind of game we don't deal with well. And I was, I was more surprised that we started off kind of all right, soaked up their pressure in the first half. Pepe was doing really well. And we should have scored. We could have got a penalty. I mean, actually, I, th- didn't, I didn't think we were half bad in the first half. That's the, tr- that's the fact of it. Second half, we were an absolute disaster when mm. we had to attack, as you say. But, um, oh, no, I wasn't surprised at all. It's, it's exactly, and it's exactly, you know, people were going, oh, I saw someone tweeting, Wenger would have got us, you know, we would have been 2 nil. I'm like, no, this has been going on for years and years and years, our away shitness. It goes way back to his period. It just let's just not talk about Wenger. Let's just talk no, about no, what I, Unai, no, hang on, let's not I'm talk not about Wenger. Let's just talk about Emery for a minute. Okay. What has he done on the road with this team in the 24 games he's had on the road. Well, we had a better... I think we had a better um, uh, record last year, didn't we? In a way. Slightly, yeah. Slightly. Like, so he's improved it. Two clean sheets in 24... I mean, you'd expect relegated teams who have come oh, off from the Championship to do better than that. It's bad. It's I mean, bad. It's really bad, yeah. It's bad. I'm not denying it. There is an element of, like, it's not a disgrace to maybe go and get a point at Sheffield United away. And there was a... You know, if you want to be really positive, you go, well, have we drawn against Newcastle on the opening day and drawn yeah. against Sheffield last night would be one point off and yet... Yep. The narrative wouldn't have been as terrible as it, as it will be I mean, from another yeah. Arsenal TV live on Sky on a Monday night where it can be analysed you know, in huge detail by Carragher and Evra last night we, on, they on TV. They didn't analyse it very much. I was annoyed about that because they gave Patrice Evra a chance to go on a for Well, there was that interesting moment where Carragher ended up apologising for the great, uh, yeah. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was very good. That was good. That was quite good. Fair play to him as well. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I thought that was great. But Patrice Evra calling us, what did he call us, babies? I mean, that was interesting. Yeah. Repeatedly calling us babies. That was, I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> but he, he was saying yeah. it, wasn't it? He's like, I look forward to playing against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but he's talking no, about that the win. history. Yeah, that, I'm not mentioning his name, but he's going back to his era. He's going back. Mm. Yeah, of course. It's been this for years and years. It's an, it's an absolutely inbuilt psychological problem. Do you and think Unai Emery is going to make it any better? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think he's, he hasn't done to so it. yet. I think, well, here's, all I would say, if you ask me what his achievements have been, I would give say two things. I think he's brought in the kids. Worst press conferences ever. He's in brought in the kids. His positive history. achievements. I think he's brought in the kids. We have to give him credit for that. And I'm pleased he's picking those players. And B, I think he has made us better against the big teams. I think our performances against Spurs, United, Liverpool, all right, not this year, but he, actually, you know, to be honest, we, we, we started well against, against Liverpool. Yeah. I think generally our performance against the top six teams are better because we were a fucking shit in the late very good period against those teams. You we have still haven't won an away game against the big it's six. It's still better, though. It's still an, mm. an improvement. better. It's just, we, it's we were getting beaten 3 1 at Anfield rather than 5 1. Oh, Josh, come on. it's factually an improvement. No, no, we, we were great against Spurs away last season. Yeah. Um, very yeah. unlucky. Should have won. So factually, he has improved that. Now, whether you're saying to me, he's, is he the man 
to arrest the real underlying thing. I think if he pick, it is about team selection, it is. But right now, I don't. It doesn't but he's in charge of team I selection. I know he is. Oh no, I'm saying it doesn't. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying right now, I'm not sure. I have ish, I have worries. I mean, no, I, I, that, you know, you called me the voice of reason earlier, and, and I'm. Uh, all my friends just see me as the most optimistic Arsenal fan you could get. But my optimism is strained. It's fumes now. It's yeah. just. It's honestly. It it's just needs to be buried in the back garden. <laughs> It's 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 gone. It's uh, it's gone. I, I think I think because it's I, I I watch and there's no I don't see signs of life. I guess apart from little bits like you said again, the Spurs we played well. Mm. Um, I don't see anything that there's nothing. We're not even losing or drawing in an exciting way. There's no thrust. There's no mm. kind of you know with all that possession in a game like that yesterday. You would expect any team to at least create one or two chances that were, you know, if not clear-cut, at least, yeah. you know, yeah. presentable. You know, and I think we had a sort of a Callum Chambers volley across the box, and that was yeah. pretty much yeah. it. Second half, that was it. Yeah, it was Yeah, just... we had the Xhaka long-range effort in the first half. That was yeah. a good yeah. strike of a ball. Yeah. And Pepe... Yeah. Maybe you think in two months' time, if he gets some form, he scores some goals, confident. Oh, maybe I'm, that's I'm, I'm opportunity to go in. I'm very, very optimistic about Pepe. Yeah. I think he's. I still think he's going to be a great. Yeah, player. Really I'm, not, I'm not. He was quite good yesterday. He wasn't brilliant. No, no, right, he wasn't he brilliant, was, but he was a lot better. And, and I think you, yeah, people, been very poor. people want things too quickly. Yeah, too, and confidence isn't the issue with him yeah. because he, he, the way he was taking on players. Um, in that first half, some good feet, good feet. No, no, but it takes confidence to do that. He absolutely doesn't seem to. Ha- he doesn't seem to be affected by the fact that he hasn't scored yet at all in terms of his confidence. I don't think confidence is the issue with him. What? Didn't he score one? Didn't we give him Did a he pen for us? No. Yeah, he got a penalty. Oh, he's got the penalty. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. All right, from open play. Sorry, mm. I don't feel confidence is his issue. I feel like he just needs to. You know, he just needs that. Some goals from open yeah. play, but I think his dribbling and his take ons and all of that was great. And that, you know, that that's you know, he's got self belief. Yeah. He, he's yeah. not the sole problem. I no, he's not. Pro- I don't think he's a problem. Should, at we're all. sure about this. Unai Emery, the problem away is, problem is also goes back to him at Seville. What the Unai Emery away problem? Oh, I know. Was was it also something he I'm had yeah. even a Seville manager? I think was it never more than three league victories in a season at really? Seville. Did not know that. I mean, he went, he went four he went, at Arsenal now last year. I he mean, went a season of Seville without an away win, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So what I've done is with a like, similarly placed team in the league, it's yeah. like Seville and Arsenal. Because if we were playing that game at home, he would have picked probably the same team. Yes. So yes. he's not setting up that differently. No, this I don't is why think it's so bizarre. Or not in terms of the, the, the personnel. Yeah. It, there must be something in the instructions or. You know, there's there's some we've got like the world's worst sports psychologist, or I don't know what it is, but it, there's something that when we go away from home, we freeze. Uh, this yeah. is why I think it's so easy and facile to blame him for everything. But I do think it's like intrinsic. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not absolving him of blame, and I'm not, and I, and it does seem to be the case that he hasn't got whatever it fucking takes to get them confident and over this issue of our away play. But you're exactly yeah. right. I was going to make that exact point. If that had been at home, I think we... I mean, I'm not saying we would have dominated them and, you know, strolled to a 5 nil victory, because we, we don't ever do that, at least that's do we, which is another point you need to make. But I'm sure it would have been different, wouldn't it? Those players would have performed differently. Yeah, yeah undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I mean, fair, so, Sheffield United might have played differently, I don't know, but it's, well, that right, comes into right. it to a certain extent. But I think... Hmm. Josh, let me just finish this point. Josh got his finger up. I, I think he's tried to... To address our issues. I remember when he first came, the very first thing he said was, you know, he was aware of, you know, 
in that press conference, he was talked about, you know, he was going to get him pressing. All the things you'd expect. And that's all gone by the wayside. And I can't imagine he stopped asking them to do those things. I just think they need to fuck their ideas up and get, and not in that man-up way, but I need to, he needs to somehow instill that confidence that we have when we're at home. Because mm-hmm. we fuck things up at home in a different way, but the confidence doesn't seem ever to be the issue at home, does it? It's just, and I, and I still hope, and my, my, my utmost belief is that I think people like, I can't imagine people like Tierney, you know, and, um, and uh, uh, the central, central defender, whose name I've forgotten. Holding. Holding, thank mm-hmm. you, um, would have that, would have that fear. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like those kind of players, and it, all it for me it takes is those three or four players to come in and stop, stop having that, those kind of issues. Yeah, but he, you feel like he should be able to do that with other players. Yeah, he should be know? able to. He should be able to, but come on, I mean. I mean, what I would say is that, and I think this is quite, I mean, I'm going off friends, family, Twitter, so it's not, you know, it's, it's not a, a, it's not scientific, this, but I have not seen one like passionate defender of Unai Emery, and I think that tells a tale. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, he... there's no one out there like, like there was with Wenger, even right to the last. You know, and obviously he had a fair amount of credit. Yeah, in the bank, I mean, yeah, he but, did. Yeah. But there's no one out there going, "Oh no, we've got to give this guy a chance." You know, he'll come good. There's no, it's not happening at best. Best people are neutral. Yeah, or I'm neutral. hoping or believing. Yeah. I'm neutral. Oh, you're right. His comments last night. What? What did you make of his comments that oh, we didn't yeah. deserve to lose? Well, I know you're going to jump down my throat, but I, well, I know what he means. He's talking about the fact that actually they didn't have that many chances either. It was a pretty much a low chance game, all in all. We should have had a penalty for the shirt pull. I'm sorry, that was an absolute penalty. Yeah, and we could have had the goal that Pepe. Pepe, that was an absolute. You know, open. He just should have scored that goal. So we could have been, you know, in theory up. And so, and 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 in the second half, it was all about them inviting us on to attack them, and we did, and we, we didn't, we didn't perform. But you know, you could, I can see what he means about. It. I know everyone jumped down his throat about that. Ian Wright tweeted about it, but actually, I didn't. I'm not going to get angry about that because on, you, you could see what he means. I don't think necessarily we deserve to lose. We weren't. I'm not saying we were any no. good, but they weren't. Like, they did. They played their 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 um, plan went to perfection because they got the goal and that was it. I yeah. think if he had said we didn't deserve to lose. But we weren't very good. Yeah, he yeah but he kind of did, though. I agree totally. He did. There were criticisms. If you look at the... Um, I was reading the transcribed press maps, post-match press conference. Got it in front. You, could un- you could understand it. No, no, no. Not oh, under, not. The transcription. <laughs> yeah. I was reading the transcription. Really? Just about... <laughs> but doesn't he... I think I'm right in saying there, he talks about we can improve, we should improve, we must improve, or something like that. He, there's definitely... He's, a, he's not... I don't think he's an idiot, and I don't think he's... I think, but what your point was really interesting about, there's no one defending him passionately. He just doesn't inspire that passion, does he? No. He's just, in the way he talks, the way he is, he's a kind of like a technocrat, isn't he, at best? He reminds me of like a kind of, you know, European Union person that the Tories hate because they just kind of like refuse to be mm-hmm. emotional. And they're very kind of like... He's, he's quite emotion-free and... He kind of says the same thing. He says good evening. He's kind of, you know... I'm At least he's polite. got a catchphrase. Yeah, no, he's great know. to have a catchphrase. That's the most interesting thing about him, isn't it? Yeah. He's not... We don't know... Who is he? He's a mysterious enigma. Partly because of the language. Partly because I don't think he likes being... People knowing as much about him, it seems to me. So... All of these things add up to, yeah, why would you... I, I don't feel any great passion. I don't feel I need to defend him passionately. I, I defend him because I, I like to be fair. I'm trying to be fair. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of unfair people saying... And I don't think he's like a moron and an idiot. No, and he's people, not, like calling him a cunt and this. I'm like, that really puts me off. And I boys. feel like that sickens me. Okay. So I'm just trying to be fair. But equally... As, as fans, re- I want to hear from Andrew and you. Yeah. 
We want to get into the Champions League next year. We want to be in that top we four. We must be in the top four. But would you... I'm of the opinion now, I, I'm not interested in him being our long-term manager. I, I don't think I can have it. But he will probably deserve it if we get into the, into the top four. Yeah. But amongst the big WhatsApp group that I'm in of the Arsenal fans, I think there's a feeling now of just... Come fifth then. Don't win the Europa League. Let's just get rid of him and get on with a manager that is going to be able to take mm. us back into the top four yeah. and challenge I, again. I, I just, I don't I like Andrew. <laughs> Who's defending this guy now? It's, I think actually 15 points that we've got is overstating what our nine Premier League performances have deserved this year because we've been really. I, I'm trying to think of good games. I think a half against Watford the first half, where we're then appalling in the second. Well, I mean, I don't half think against a half against Spurs. The rest of it, totally indifferent. And I think, you know, 15 points is a, a mm-hmm. overstated what we've done. If this replicates now, over the remaining sort of, what, 29 games of the Premier League season, I mean, Leicester, yeah. well, if that replicates, Leicester are going to be licking then, their lips. If he replicates that, then we won't finish in the top no. four. And, and I, we'll des- he'll deserve to have been sacked. And he will be sacked, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, he, I'm sure he's a good manager. I don't think he's the right manager. And that's, that's a... You know, that's a different thing. I think we're worse than we were last season. It was, I mean, uh, last season was a free pass as far as I was concerned. I said, yeah. right at the start of the season, yeah. give him a year. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, there was a lot of shit that he had to inherit mm. there. It was, yeah. it was a of right course. mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how much... We're a basket, case of, a, we're a basket case of a team. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we've made some great signings. I don't know how much of that is down to him and how much it is down to other people in the yeah. club. But, you know, mm. uh, and whoever takes over will have a... a good squad but there's just something that's not right I mean apparently we are in I know they're swapping in Sheffield United for another team but in comparative fixtures yeah. from last season we're like nine goals and seven points worse off yeah we are, we are. seven points I know but all I'd say Huge. is I mean I know I go, it's, yeah. it's, it's bad it's bad but, all it's, but I do think uh, two things to me Get those get get our best players in. He has not had you know when you if you include Lacazette being injured, you include all of those three for me three first choice defenders. Mm. That is a huge difference because all of our issues for me go back to the defence and the midfield. And I do think, I think it's you know if I just think in right in a month's time. I said this last week when it was now it was three weeks time. In a month's time, in the next month or so, if the first team, if the Premier League team hasn't got those players in it, you know. And we're still playing like this. No matter, even if we are winning, you know, by one nil, and some, you know, then I'll be like, yeah, come on, you know. We, we've I, only won games by one goal this year. I know, I know, still no. got I know all that. I know that. But equally, football changes very quickly. Football can change very quickly. And equally, if in a month or six weeks' time we've got Tierney, Bellerin, Holding, Torreira for every reason, maybe you know, Jaka could get injured. Maybe something will happen. Someone could poison him. I'm not advocating mm. that. Things could be very... Lucker's back, you know. In, in, in a month to six weeks' time, we could be winning games in a much better way. And we could do stringing together the kind of move that we had that Pepe should have scored from in the first half more often. And things could get better. I think, he, I think there are mitigating factors, particularly the team, the, the, the players I, due to come back. I do, I do And it's early in the season. And if that happens, then I think, the tide, I think mm-hmm. pe- more people will be in favour of giving him time. But I, I agree with you. He's not a long-term. He's not a long-term. I, I do agree with that. And... And I was actually before last night. I was very much like you know, let's, let's see how it goes till Christmas or whatever. When these players have come back, yeah. But it's just I just think there's something underneath there that is not about who's playing. It's about how we play and 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 and, and how they're sent out there. You know, even Aubameyang in the first five minutes. I mean, 
you know, I, I don't want to read too much in someone's face, but I'm going to. He looked miserable. Yeah, he did look, he yeah, did yeah. look miserable, didn't he? Which was weird, because even, cause even, even in recent times, he's, he always looks happy, doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe he'll be, he'll be slightly happier now that Lacazette, his mate Lacazette's yeah. back. And also, well, you've got to hope for Sunday that the yeah. two of them are, yeah. are going to get the opportunity I mean, to play together. We ain't going to sack anyone anyway. So we're well, actually, do you know what? Yeah. I think, I, actually, I can see the scenario, I think if we carry on like this, and he doesn't pick those. I think that I think the, the powers that be will be annoyed with him if he's not picking the tin. You know, we've spent a lot of money on these players. To, the tin before the transfer window, because apparently we put a, allegedly we put a bid in for Savaios. Like I saw this. Bid. Apparently we bid twenty six million, yeah. and Real Madrid want thirty. So we'll pay thirty. Classic Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, probably we'll pay thirty. I think we should pay incremental 30. deal of going two pounds up oh, at a time. I can see two scenarios. I think it, I can see this improving if he picks those. If those players come into the team, and 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 then I'm and I'm kind of fine with it, even though. But, but B, I can see the thing if he doesn't do that, and if we carry on playing like this, and we when we go slide to mid table, which could happen in in terms of we don't improve and in if we don't improve performance, I can see them just going. Oh, we'll get rid of him. We'll put Freddie Lundberg in, kind of like United did with. Um, you know, I think Freddie. You know, might initially do really well. Just in terms of rousing the fucking players out mm-hmm. of their out of their torpor, particularly their away form torpor, I can see. I don't. I don't think this. I don't think our old regime would have got rid of him at all. But I think this regime is different. Not, he's not their man. I think they'd get rid of him if, if it carried on. Yeah, really badly. Yeah, but, interesting. But but uh, does anyone here? I, I need to know this because yeah. this, uh, this has been again a, a source of great debate and, yeah. and anger and vitriol. Um, uh, would anyone here take Brendan Rodgers? Um. I was very vehemently against Brendan Rodgers in the in the, when you know in the when Wenger left and we were looking at all the contenders. I would rather have Brendan Rodgers than Mikel Arteta, that's for sure. I never bought into the Arteta myth. You know, I don't give a shit what's happening at City. I don't think he's responsible for any of it. I, and, I, and I don't. I never. I, he's not one of my favorite. I've always thought he was a rather boring side passing midfield player. Anyway, so he's not an Arsenal legend for me. I'd much rather have Freddie as manager than Arteta. I think I'd rather have probably give. I'd almost rather give. I like. I think Brendan Rodgers is really good, solid manager, but I can't get past that David Brent documentary on Channel Five. That's the thing. I don't want us to get a new manager that who I already dislike. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't they, worry they, about they, it. They Brendan to, Rodgers is not big. Yeah, and also Brendan's not coming, is he? He's not coming. He's not yeah, coming. Arteta, I think, is someone that's always talked about and still in the bookmakers. Yeah. But I wouldn't take it. But now that Freddie's in this position, why would you bring Arteta in? Because I think you've already got someone no, who seems no, no, to be. I love the fact that he got booked for, for um, mm-hmm. defending Zucker. We should. Are you going predict. on Thursday then? To, sorry. Yeah, I'm, 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 spe- there's a, I'm supposed to go, let's go and see the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep, on Thursday. Because I forgot that we were playing on Thursday at home. But I might try and do. I might, yeah, I'm at 50-50 Are you going? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to it. Genuinely, because it's been a lot more entertaining. The oh, yeah, it'll be a nice Europa game. League and the, yeah. and the uh, Carabao Cup has been more entertaining. Uh, Victoria, who we play against, the bottom of our, <laughs> of our group at the moment. Yeah. They've lost yeah. both of their games. So this is kind of last chance saloon for them mm. to, uh, to register. Because if they are you know, three defeats from three, that will be, be that. Do you think Mesut's going to play? Or it being on the bench? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced. Know. You might think, oh, it's a bit of a waste picking him for that game. Because we've got the Liverpool game next week. I better play. I, bet, I wonder if you'll pick him in that game. Who knows? Anyway. We, we've, we've oh, you predict, mean the Carabao Cup game. We've got to predict Arsenal, Arsenal Victoria. Do we do both? Andrew, yeah, we've got to do both, both yeah. Oh. Victoria will be, will be 4 or 5 nil because that's what we do midweek. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, just, that's just our thing, isn't it? And then Palace, I think we'll win it. But it will be a bit Bournemouth-y. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe a two-one. So okay, okay, so I'll go. I'll go five-nil Thursday, and I'll yeah. go two-one on Sunday. Okay, I'm going to go three-one Thursday, and I'm going to go. 
Well, did you say, did you say two ones? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to you can agree if you want. It's no. Okay. I, you know, people need to agree more in this country. I like to, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hell for leather with a three-one. Fucking hell! I don't know why. I mean, like first first Premier League victory by more than a goal. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're. And I'm fantasising since uh, since the yeah. final day and of last season. Actually, were quite good, weren't they? Were they, were they good at the weekend? I can't remember. You might get Saka like a Jacket. Oh, you might get Saka like a Jacket. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd All be Cola Saka like yeah. a. Cola Saka was terrible. I think we'll win four 0 against Victoria. Yeah. In a highly entertaining game, I'm sure Martinelli will be probably the one that gets a couple of goals because yeah, really impressed the way he did against. Um, Nottingham Forest and yeah. I don't think there was expectation he was going to get quite as much game time as he's, as he's done he did quite well in pre-season and got the opportunities very good against Forest yeah. I mean our Palace. attacking our attacking by the way you know we've, we've got so I, many tantalising attackers yeah. haven't Ma, we? Ma, I think but that's why that's why it's more frustrating boys. oh completely because yeah. he's got the tools I and I we're I crap know. at the moment I know. Crystal yeah. Palace well, we don't really do clean sheets at the moment, no. even at home. I think they'll be looking at you know how many corners Sheffield United managed to get out of us. Um, so uh, hard with a point I'm going to go just that we'll scrape a two-one win. Two-one okay. win. Yeah. yeah, it'll probably probably be one all. God, um, thank you very much, Andrew. Still the voice of reason. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Yes, I appreciate that. Josh, the voice of something. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm the voice. Paris of. Boot Camp. You're the voice of Veggie Burgers. I'm the voice of Veggie Burgers. <laughs> um, thanks very much, and we'll be back next week. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.